Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Wolf 359. <sighs> we can do better than this. I know. I mean, between your Iron Giant processor and my... A three-pound lob of meat? Yeah, that. <sighs> Unbelievable. First time in three months we've had, like, downtime. And I can't think of a single way to prank everyone else. I know. Me! The master of the prank! It's very sad. It's tragic. Heartbreaking. Hey. Um, Eiffel? Could I... have the room for a moment? There, uh, something you need, Doc? Oh, just... there's some stuff I have to go over with Hira. I thought we were still two days ahead of Kepler's everlasting fun stopper schedule. Officer Eiffel. We are, we are. But there are some technical issues that I want to go over while we're still in one of the data reset okay, cycles. Okay, okay, okay. You lost me somewhere around technical. You guys gavel the Cybermen Appreciation Society to order, whatever it is. I'll be over here doing some tuning if you need me. It's kind of... Would you... Would I what? Could I talk to Yura privately for a moment, Officer Eiffel? Why? It's okay, Officer Eiffel. I think that Lieutenant Mikovsky could use some help with calibrations in the docking bay. Why don't you go check up on her? Fine. But call if it could- It'll be fine, Officer Eiffel. Okay. Well, I'll 
I'll be back in a little bit then. What can I do for you, Dr. Maxwell? I know that I was supposed to adjust the stellar panels this morning, but Eiffel and I got a little sidetracked. You Just listen to me for a second, okay? Okay. I've been recalibrating the last of the station's motion sensors. I know. It's been super helpful. I finished them around 8 this morning. And that's... That's it. That's a total station overhaul, more or less. I've replaced all the damaged hardware, reconstructed every major hub. It's done. That's great. It is. But it also means it's out of my hands now. Whatever's happening, it's on your end. Dr. Maxwell, nothing's happening. Every system is nominal and our signaling capabilities are ahead of Colonel Christopher's schedule. Here, I'm not upset. But I really need to know what's going on. What are you talking about? One static discharge in four-deck ventilation? A temperature fluctuation by five degrees for 23.5 seconds in the crew quarters? asynchronous hydraulic pressure irregularities, and a temporarily jammed door leading to the maintenance catwalk on the aft deck. And that's just in the past hour. How do you know all that? I'll tell you how I know, if you tell me why it's happening. Hira? None of those irregularities threaten the station's stability or functionality. No, they don't. I agree. But... That's not what I asked you. That's not what Colonel Kepler is going to ask you. Why would Colonel Kepler care about minor... Because he will. Because that's what he does. If he sees a misfire in climate control, he doesn't ask, how can we fix it? He asks, why is it broken? And you have a theory on the matter. No, I... (sighs) Look, this is all I'm saying. Everything on the station is up to spec now. It's beyond spec. There's no hardware reason for these malfunctions. Which means there has to be another reason. And whatever that might be, I think that you know what it is. I think that you've known for a long time. And I think what you're trying to say is that I'm the reason. No one is saying that. But if there is something, anything, that you need to talk about, that's exactly what I'm here for. I might be able to help, but... What is this? An intervention? Well... But no, thank you. I don't need your help. Kira. I'm fine. No, you're not. How would you know? Because I don't think you even noticed when the lights in this room went out. I... A moment. Okay, look, I'm sorry, but that was just a... Momentary crosswire happens to everyone. No worries. 
clearly something's going on. Right now, it's just the two of us, but sooner or later, the others will start to notice. Please, let me help. Because if we don't fix it... Fix it? Or fix... If we don't address this, Kepler is going to make me do something. Something drastic. What do you mean by drastic? Here, look. It's complicated. I don't know if right now is the best time for me. Hmm, that's funny, because I'm really clever, and I think right now is a good time. Don't patronize me and answer the question. What are you going to do? Maxwell, can I get you on the F support bay for a moment? I need a second opinion on one of Jacoby's launch trajectories. Yes, Colonel. I'll be right there. Well, don't keep the man waiting. You don't want him to do something drastic. We're just talking, all right? Don't... Don't what? Just don't... Do anything rash. Run some command lines, see what Eiffel's up to, whatever you want. We'll figure this out when I get back. Okay? Okay, Hira? Fine. Okay. For the last time, Eiffel. No, I don't need any help. You sure? Because here it says. Yes, that I'm sure. It does sort of look like a two person job from where I'm. I've got it, okay? I'll take care of it. Commander. Call this the old proverbial shot in the dark, but is something up? No, everything is fine. You sure? Because lately I've kind of been feeling like there's some big pink heffalump that only you can see in the room whenever it's just the two of us. On every possible level, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well... Okay, but if there's anything going on, communicating with the communications officer is usually where those things start getting resolved, no? Look, Eiffel... Ow! God damn it all. Uh, here to D2... Whatever part of the Millennium Falcon Commander Hankowski's working on just gave her about 200 volts. You want to maybe use the force and see if there's anything on that shouldn't be? Uh, no. Wait, wait, yes, yes there is. Sorry, I'm shutting down that grid right now. So sorry, sorry Lieutenant. It's okay. Everything all right, Hira? Fine, Eiffel. I just forgot to shut, shut down, down that, that grid. grid. I didn't know you could forget stuff. Forgetting exactly, but sometimes the way my memory banks archive and access data, ugh, it's complicated. Okay.
Okay. Sure. So, uh, what did Dr. Skynet want to talk about? She... you know what? It's, it's not, not important. Really? Because from the way she... I said it's not important. Um, whatever you say. Cool. And, uh, speaking of cool things, it's getting a little wind tunnely in the hangar bay. How come we're getting Jack frosted? Uh, hang on a sec. Let me track that down. Hey, is there any reason why I'm not seeing the new booster projections up here? Mostly looking at you, Hero. Um, right. Mr. Jacoby, I'll have that for you in just a second. Hero, run synthetics test 317-1A on sample I'm inputting now. Also initiate temperature increases in F support lab by 4 degrees. Ugh, yes, yes, on. on. No need to take tone about it. Hey, Kira? Any update on proofing those nav templates I sent to you earlier? I'm working on it, sirs. Sirs? Uh, Kira? Is there something wrong with the comms and the PA? Also, Kira, do you know what the deal is with the vents in the ASR-10? It's starting to get super spotty. Sure, Captain, give me a moment. Sure, Captain, give me a moment. That's, a uh, Pathway 713... No, no. Route 571, Route 5... Are you alarmed? Because I'm starting... Hey, everyone. If you're experiencing the same kind of weird feedback we're getting, maybe we should all take a second to let Hira... Hira, the access code to support deck isn't responding. Correct any malfunctions, please. Right. Right away, right away. Okay, there. That should take care of your problem. Uh, Yura? Is there... I will. Hold on for just a second, please. Uh, I'm not sure this is something that can wait. We're starting to get some... That. We're starting to get some that. What the hell is happening over there? What tripped the alarms? This is the lockdown protocol. Hira, you need to stop this right now. Isolate and jettison protocols. What? There is no emergency in any support thing. It should not be doing that. You mean venting us into space? No shift to Route 6. No, What except the two of us and Maxwell? Attack the crew. Door controls aren't responding. Anyone near the armory? Maybe we can force it free. Please, just stop. Run, stop, run, stop.
stand by for... I don't know. Just please stand by. Run, mother program. Reboot. Program unresponsive? Hira? How much longer before the doors are opened? Two minutes, sir. You said that two minutes ago. Well, these blast doors weren't exactly made to be taken apart. We're going as fast as we can. Do we know what brought this on? I have some ideas, but... Actually, it would be helpful to know. Has Hira caused any other systems failures? Or crashes? Oh, you know, once or twice. She's been a little twitchy ever since Hilbert tore her brains out. No, I know about... I mean, before that. Did you ever notice anything about Hira being off? No. Everything was fine. Well, actually... There were some problems. Remember that time climate control got down to 400 below? Oh, yeah. And cold shower September our first year up. There was the crash of the pressure system, that huge power outage... And that time with the airlock... Yeah, yeah, I guess this isn't our first game of Metal Gear Not So Solid. Okay. Good to know. Maxwell, how bad is this? How freaked out do we need to be? Got it. Report. Obviously, we had an issue with her autopilot. I shut Hira down and put us on manual controls. My best guess is that she experienced a microsynaptic function overload, probably with- Meaning? The way Hira's signal inputs regulate stimuli within their- Okay, think of it this way. It's like a panic attack. The brain just gets too overwhelmed by negative impulse. The attempted lockdown and structural release were physical symptoms of her trying to deal with the surge. That's the best case scenario. And the worst case? Core corruption. Complete loss of function. But I don't think so. If we were dealing with that, a lot more would have gone wrong. More things could have gone wrong? The person that makes your oxygen, temperature, pressure, and water crashed and you didn't die. Yes, more things could have gone wrong. But the issue is, I haven't been able to get her to reboot. All of the mechanical and engineering components are working properly, but... She's non-responsive. What are my options? I can go into the software, run a full diagnostic, and try to do a reconfiguration. What does that entail? The root cause is usually distributed throughout the memory- Maxwell? It's reconstructive surgery! More or less. You can do that? I can try that. Go through her memory directory, see if I can track down the root of the problem. If it's something I can remove, I can take it out. And if it's not? Then it's not. And 
to consider the alternatives. Might be prudent to proceed directly to the alternatives. Yeah. Sounds like it might be time for a dummy program to me. Oh, uh, what? No, we're not doing that. Why not? Because a dummy program is a stupid idea. But it's a stupid idea that wouldn't accidentally vent us into space, isn't it? Guys, what's a dummy program? That's not even what was Would said. it vent? No, it wouldn't. But dummies always create more problems than they solve in the long run. Depends how much control you see. There are too many variables. The system integrations alone would probably- Would somebody please tell me what the hell a dummy program is? <sighs> a dummy program is kind of a... The Neanderthal version of an AI. It would be like Hira. Intuitive, basic thought processes. But its personality wouldn't be as... existent. System is not as complex, but there is less to get wrong. And you could create one? Oh, yeah. It'd take me a couple days to write it, but it's not hard. Emphasize life support and structural stability, leave the higher level stuff to us. Well, it wouldn't be ideal, but if the work you have to do with Hera is that extensive, it would be helpful for us to have us. Um... No, that's... It doesn't work like that. Like what? Installing a dummy takes over the processors. It isn't a temporary... It would overwrite here a program. What? Yeah, what... I wouldn't be able to recover, Hira. She'd just be... What?! No! We're not letting Nurse Ratchet over here give Hero lobotomy, and we're definitely not even thinking about- Enough! Maxwell? You'll come with me to the bridge. We will discuss this and decide on the course of action. What? You can't just- What, Eiffel? What can't I do? Can I not order everyone else to get out of my sight and get the undoubtedly long list of repairs underway? You can't seriously be considering deleting one of your crew members. Officer Eiffel, you need to get it into your head that there is a very long list of things I can and will do without your permission. Now, is anyone else in this room besides Dr. Maxwell an expert in artificial intelligences? No. Is anyone else the commanding officer of this station? Well, all right then. Can anyone in this room do basic station maintenance? Yes. Yes, yes, sir, we can. Then I suggest you all get to it. Sir, in fairness... Clean up engineering, Minkowski. Eiffel, you too. <sighs> sir, can I have... Jacoby, hydraulics and filtration. Anyone else need a job assigned to them? Good. Dismissed. Maxwell, let's go. Yes, sir. Honest answer now, Doctor. Just between the two of us, this reconstruction of yours, how difficult would that be? Tricky. Tricky for you? Tricky for me. But, sir, in the long run, we're much better off. I agree. If it can be done. 
Maxwell, I'm not going to remind you of how important this mission is. Nor am I going to remind you that in times like these, you cannot let your political convictions get in the way of your job. However, I must remind you that you are a doctor and you have a duty of care. Yes, sir. And That's at a certain why. point, that responsibility goes from making sure that this station's AI unit isn't hurt to making sure that no one else is hurt because of the AI. That is the job you are here to perform, correct? Yes, sir. That's correct. Good. Don't forget what she is, Maxwell. You've been over the file. You've seen her record. You know that she was rejected by the science board. I don't board, see how that is And anymore. that she went rogue. And tried to escape from the testing facility. There's a reason she's up here. She's always been problematic. You knew that when you signed up, and you knew that she'd be an expendable asset. Don't get sentimental, Alana. It doesn't become you. What is the point, sir? The point is as follows. You are the expert here. I will follow your lead up to a point. But make sure your priorities are what they need to be. This station stays in the air. Nothing comes before that. And if you make me, I will step in and make the call. Don't make me. Yes. Sir. Hey. Can I get some fuse tape? Thanks. You'd think we would have heard something by now. I mean, Warren G. Hardass and Philippa K. Dick are gonna get us out of pitch black mode soon, right? I think we'd have heard something by now. Okay, that's it! That's it! I can't take this anymore! Eiffel, what the- Just say something! Say anything! What are you talking about? I- It's bad enough that there's nothing I can do to stop this invasion of the software snatchers. I cannot have you not talking to me too! Eiffel... Just say it! Say it! Whatever it is that's been stuck in your craw for the past, like, three months! Oh my god, seriously? You're just gonna- I know about your jail sentence. The time Kepler asked us to sync the Hephaestus archives with his server, we... accidentally saw some documents... about your sentence. Does everyone know? No, just me. Well, me and Jacoby. Got it. Okay. Hey, turn around! 
You started this. You don't get to leave it there. Don't you have any explanation? No. You're telling me that you don't have anything to say for yourself. I'm sorry, okay? I didn't want it to matter. I was trying to make it not matter. By avoiding me. I didn't say I was doing a good job of it. Eiffel, what happened? Why did you do it? Doesn't matter. Of course it matters, you idiot! You kidnapped someone! Tell me the goddamn sob story! You... rescued your neglected nephew! Or there was an evil stepmother! Or something! Officer Eiffel, if you don't tell me right the hell now, I am going to- Kidnapping isn't the worst part. What? (laughs) Alright. You wanna know? You want a story? Okay. Strap the hell in. Once upon a time, there was a boy named Doug. And Doug lived in a faraway kingdom called Texas. One day, while Doug's out playing with his radio, he meets this real special girl. Sure, he's still out on whether she was his dream girl or his nightmare demon monster from the Black Lagoon. But they started going out because, well, because he's had worse ideas. So for a while, things are happy ever after. Then, for a while, things get real Sid and Nancy. But just when the Tower of Babel's about to come crashing down, along comes a magical, bouncing baby girl. (sighs) For a while, it was okay. Doug was seeing little baby Anne every other day, talking to her every day, teaching her to play the Jaws theme on her little dinky kid xylophone. All the good stuff. Hilariously, our man's pretty great at it. At being a dad? Oh, yeah. Until he slips up. See, fun fact about Officer Eiffel. Dougie Boy doesn't like to have a drink. Dougie Boy doesn't like to have two drinks, or four drinks, or six drinks. Doug likes to have 12 drinks. 15 drinks. But when Doug is a kid, he thinks it's time to go the full Robert Downey Jr., Goes to meetings, gets cleaned up. And then one day, one bad day, he has one drink. One. And then it's showtime, folks. The Doug Eiffel limbo. How low will he go? Kate, our story's angel slash demon slash ex-girlfriend, freaks out because, well... Because she's a brain. Custody was never going to go Doug's way because, duh. And after that, well, Dougie Doug goes to a bad place. He turns into a bit of a... a good old-fashioned monster. One night, about two months later, he pulls up to Kate's house. Jimmy's open the back door gets his daughter in the car, and rides off into the sunset. Happy ever after, right? I fall. I didn't even make it onto the freeway. 
high school junior and his younger brother. They were coming home from the airport. I don't even remember the crash. Just the headlights. And everyone wasn't okay? <laughs> no. When you put the Model UN president in a wheelchair, you've definitely missed the exit for okay. But I was fine. Of course I was fine. The driver's always fine. And? And? Yeah. That's where this whole story starts getting real poetical. Cranial trauma. Acute acoustic damage. It was bad. Death for the rest of her life bad. <sighs> Maybe Evil Incorporated's HMO is helping. I don't know. I haven't talked to her since... Well, since. God. I don't know what to say. Say here is gonna be okay. So you're really gonna try this? Yep. Reconstructive software configuration. Does this actually work? Yeah, totally. You know, in theory. In theory? It's a good theory. Have... Have you ever done something like this before? <laughs> um... No. Not so much. This'll be something new for everyone. All right. I guess that's it. Time to go in. Maxwell, you've got this. Oh yeah. Just gonna go into a constructed artificial memory state and try to see if I can figure out what's causing a series of electro-neurological breakdowns. Piece of cake. Wish me luck. Good luck. Okay. Let's do this. This has been Wolf 359 by Kind Evil Genius Productions. Tonight's episode was written by Sarah Shackett and directed by Gabrielle Urbina. The roles of Eiffel and Hilbert were played by Zach Valenti. The role of Minkowski was played by Emma Scherzarko. The role of Hero was played by Michaela Swee. The role of Loveless was played by Cecilia Lynn Jacobs. The role of Kepler was played by Zach Labresco. The role of Jacoby was played by Noah Mazur. And the role of Maxwell was played by Michelle Agresti. Original music by Alan Rohde, and audio recording by Jared Paul. Want to help us resolve problems by communicating with the communications officer? 
do so by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash wolf359radio. Visit us at wolf359.fm to get full episodes and extras. Or follow us on Tumblr and Twitter at wolf359radio for news and more. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It's a tale of learning and healing. We've got a whole province going to see one overworked witch in a candy cottage that's been chewed to pieces by the local kids. Of fairies and magic. You're touching the sapphire of assessment! I'm not touching it! I'm just putting my head near it as I focus my brainial waveforms on it. Stop it! I'm not even touching it! Of struggle against the odds. This is my team. They may not live up to your vision of a perfect, efficient department. They don't live up to my vision of a stampede in a barnyard. Ooh, kingly. That's how you know it's working. And now, it returns at last. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, Season 2. Alba Salix, Royal Physician, from Fable and Folly. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or look us up at fableandfolly.com.